Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537, Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter, Ratchet Book Club on Facebook. We are 70% of the way through this book, and he ain't ate not nair nor one pussy. No pussy has been eaten in the 70% of this book that we've been through already. Not a drop. Yeah, Jessica sucked a dick. And in the prelude, he had his big bulbous nose and somebody's pussy. We don't know whose it was at this point in time. But nope. But we got blackmail. So I guess that's fuckery. So somebody just got fucked. But no pussy eating. Anyhow. Chapter 14. See, this is how you hoes out there are supposed to come up. Get it how you live, bitch. Learn how to finesse a nigga, especially if a nigga was on some fuck shit. Pastor Wilson's stupid ass didn't see any of this shit coming at all. I had his ass running scared. Now, granted, I could have handled things a different way, but I'd be damned if I was just going to let that nigga cut me off and not even give me a second chance. I mean, that was just so vicious and uncalled for. What I did wasn't even foul at all. Yeah, you saying you want me to top you off to a pastor who's... Probably, you know, looking around for the okie doke. That wasn't foul. Not at all. You cutting off Jessica and taking her come up over to the nigga that she was going to come up on and messing up her meal ticket. That wasn't fucked up at all. You doing exactly what you got on Kiara about, but you not caring because real bitches do real things. That wasn't messed up at all. Also, the real bitches do real things thing is a direct quote. Because I would have called your ass a goober. So what I thought he was asking for sex. It was a crazy assumption. Yeah, but y'all already know how men be. Niggas love pussy. All men do. White, black, Arab. Really? We going out of our way to say A-Y-R-A-B. Black, white, Arab, Indian, even Chinese. Even with they... Even with their little dick cells, regardless of race, men love pussy. So, without going into too much detail, a nigga watches porn, and I can tell you, I've seen a Asian man, because you don't know, Quan, you, you don't know when you look at somebody, if they're Korean, or Chinese, or Japanese, or Hmong, or Filipino, or really anything like that. You just call them all Chinese because, you know, you're writing and it's, it's, it's humorous. But I've seen some shit. You watch enough of these porns, you're going to fall down a rabbit hole that's going to have you um, on a page that's like black woman takes huge Asian dick, squirts all over the place. Five stars. <laughs> and then there's always that one comment. Ooh, I wish somebody would fill me up like this. Three stars. And then all the thirst trap people are like, I can do it. No, 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 you can't. No, you can't. Shut the fuck up. Even with their little dick cells, regardless of race, men love pussy. Unless, of course, if they gay. Then they love dick. But then they gay ass to be liking boy pussy too. Look, all I'm saying is a bitch had to do what a bitch had to do. Everything was on the line. Granted, losing out on $400 a week wasn't shit to be doing all this extraness. Extraness. Okay. 
And truth be told, if I learned how to move a little better, I could have gone back to dancing and linking up with niggas. And shit, one of my other girls, Quita, told me I should look into doing premium snaps, even webcam modeling. Oh, then there was a possibility of getting into porn, but bitch, fuck all that. Ho, I just got 150000 in cash coming my way from a pastor caught lacking. Truth be told, this entire last month and a half was moving very fast for me. I guess this is a blessing in disguise. But that was how it was in the streets. Shit don't slow down for nobody. You gotta be ready to make moves and be ready to kill to survive. In my case, finesse to survive. After I left the church, I quickly ran back to my crib. I was expecting a text from Pastor Wilson sooner or later. By now, it was almost 8pm. I was stretched out in my bed watching TV, just waiting for a text, even a phone call. Damn, what was taking dude so long? My phone suddenly started vibrating. Hopefully it was him. I grabbed my phone lying next to the side of me and glanced down. I grabbed my phone lying next to the side of me and glanced down. Okay. I rolled my eyes. It was my mama. What do you want? I answered. Hey, daughter. I rolled my eyes again. Yes. How can I help you this evening, mother? She exhaled. You know, I was just thinking. She paused. Look. I think we all just let this get too damn far. I know I said some things, did some things, and I apologize for not paying you back. I decided I'm not going to try to get full custody over Quay. That ain't right. I froze. Was this a mind game she was trying to play on me? Ma, for real? I'm serious, Nunu. I fell silent and slowly shook my head. I didn't believe her. You know, I know. Her voice got light and began to crack. So when your voice gets light, I guess it sounds like this. You know, I know. Right? That's how it sounds when your voice get light. I was talking like this and then, so I'm going to talk and then um, my voice is going to get light because I'm about to cry. I never saw it. I never saw it said like that. But at the same time, it makes perfect sense. You know exactly what they're talking about because you know, sometimes, and I don't think you should always have to say, you know, but that's how people go when their voice gets light. But, you know, I just, I don't understand. And there's no bass to the voice. All of a sudden, it's just, I just want to love you. This is weird for me to admit to, but for the first time ever, I swear to God, it sounded as if I was about to hear my mother cry. Look, now, I know I ain't been the best mother to you. I know I made you go through some things. I'm sorry for all that. I'm just, I'm just still trying to make it. I just wasn't prepared, you know, as a woman of, to raise you. Where I got this from, where I got that voice from is the, I still love you. You know what I'm talking about? The, the ugly cry. <laughs> I still can't do it without laughing. I don't care if it was an intervention. That nigga's laugh or that nigga's cry makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Sorry. I closed my eyes and tried hard to fight tears. Wow. I didn't even know what to feel hearing her express herself to me this way. I started to feel bad. My chest tightened. I could feel a tear almost escape my left eye. Rest in you still there? She asked. Yeah, I'm here, I said. I couldn't help it now. The tears were flowing down my face. She began to sniffle. <laughs> I tightened my face again, trying so hard to fight back the want to just let go. Why was she doing this to me right now? Why? Deep down, as much as I hated my mama, I knew that I loved her. I still love you! How couldn't I? She was just trying to make it like everyone else. She made her mistakes. I made mine. That was life. I just thought doing all this will show you that I really love you. And I don't want you out there doing the stuff I used to do. I pray for you every night. I really do. I felt my phone vibrate. I glanced down at my phone with my teary gaze and saw I got a text from a 312 number. Hold on, mama, I said. I heard her say, okay. I read the text. 312-858-9969. Meet me at the Woodrow Inn on 79th Street. Room is already booked. 357 is the room number. Be there promptly at 10.30 p.m. No one else can come. Wear something nice. Mama, I gotta go. 
I muttered. Give me a call later, okay? Okay, Mama. She paused for a moment, then said, Love you. Love you too, I responded and wiped my face free of tears. Hopefully we'll talk later, Mama uttered. We will. I'll call, I promise. Okay, stay safe, girl. I will. I hung up the phone. Chapter 15 Once I hung up the phone, I quickly had to get that weak shit out of my system. Fuck whatever the fuck that bitch was talking about anyways. For real. I rolled my eyes, then wiped my face, shaking off whatever little emotion or love I had for that woman. Fuck her. She was probably just trying to figure out a way how to get over on me. Cry all you want to, ho. Whatever. Yeah, I'll call her ass back later, aight? I quickly got up from my bed and took a shower. I found me a bomb-ass, sexy-ass outfit to wear. Pat said he wanted me to wear something nice, whatever the fuck that meant. I didn't know why. I hope this nigga didn't think he was going to try and take me out to eat or some shit, let alone try and fuck me. I wasn't just going to leave the house looking any old way, though. Shit, I gotta be on bad bitch mode 24-7. So, I threw on a black leather Gucci bodysuit and some matching stilettos. Some matching some stilettos. He's lucky I added without thinking about it. Then, I threw on this blonde lace front bob I just bought not too long ago. Bitch, within 15, I had did the fuck up out my makeup. Once I had my lashes loaded and popping, I was ready to go get my shit from that old lying ass nigga. Oh, before I forget, cause a bitch nor a nigga will never catch me lacking in these streets. I ran back to my bedroom closet, rummaged a, sh- rummaged a shoebox. Through, nigga, rummaged through a shoebox and got my Glock. In case that nigga was gonna be on some other shit, I was ready to pop his ass. Once I checked myself in the mirror for one last time, I got downstairs and hopped in my ride. I chucked up the engine. Nothing. Fuck, really? Ugh. I drove a 2012 Altima. It only had like 100,000 miles on it, but this shit was acting like my old Malibu I had some years back. And I drove that bitch down to 300,000. So what the fuck? I tried to start the car engine up again. The engine sounded as if it was trying to throw up after eating some bad crab legs. <laughs> Speaking of which, I could eat me about three pounds of some king crab right now. Especially with some B-Love sauce. Yes, bitch, but that bitch be doing the most. Anyway... Start the fuck up. Come on now. I screamed as I tried to start the car up again for one last time. Ugh! I screamed. I quickly pulled out my phone and pulled up the Lyft app. By now it was 9.45. I could make it down to 79th Street in no time. Maybe like a good 15 minutes once a Lyft got here. I ordered a ride and within 5 minutes, some fat, old ass, Hispanic looking man in the Honda Accord came and got me. Pastor Wilson sent me another text while I was on my way. He told me he was already at the hotel waiting for me. I shot him back a text saying I would be there within 10. It was now 10.20 p.m. It was dark as fuck outside. Even windy. Although it was early October, you could tell winter was right around the corner. Winter is coming. We pulled up to the motel. Following his instructions, I shot right up to the third floor. The motel was similar to the nasty shit I was in when I got popped not too long ago. This one looked a bit more decent, though. I walked down the hallway looking for room. There were a few people out and about, lingering around their doors. The entrances of people's room were on the outside, so there were a few niggas here and there smoking blunts and cigs. Hey, you selling? Some old-ass man asked me as I sauntered by. Ew, fuck no, I quickly said and shot him a nasty-ass stare. Fuck you then, bitch. No, fuck you, I replied and kept walking on. I got the room, looked around and knocked. Hold on, Pastor Wilson's loud, deep growl boomed through the door. Then the door opened. Come in. You're not with anyone, right? No, I said as I looked him up and down. He yanked me inside the room and then looked outside for a moment, checking that no one else was with me. Then he slammed the door. He quickly threw on the locks, closed the curtains, and then walked over to me. Sit down, he demanded. He was still dressed in the same shit from earlier. No, I rolled my neck. I'm ready to get this shit over with. Where's the contract and the fucking money? Girl, if you don't sit down. I scrunched my face and asked, where? On the damn bed, shit. Fine, I sat down. I glanced at him as he walked over to a small black fridge next to the TV. 
You know, for someone who called himself a pastor, you sure do a lot of shady ass shit. You curse. Fuck hoes on the side. Cheat on your wife. You probably steal on the church's money. What other type of shady shit you into? Shit, you probably gay. Bitch, shut the fuck up, he replied and smacked his teeth. You want something to drink? I got some vanilla Hennessy and peach crown royal. I froze. Damn, this nigga was showing a different side. Shit was aggressive as hell. Bossy. That shit was kind of savage. But this nigga must have thought I was stupid. Why the fuck would I want to drink anything from his ass? No, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. You want weed? I got a bag. My mouth dropped. Pastor, you smoke weed? Who the hell doesn't? I got a bad back and insomnia. It helps me sleep. Shit, you don't smoke? Here and there. Well, I got a little something if you want to smoke. I thought about it for a moment. Hell, why not? Sure, I'll have a drink too. You're not trying to poison me though, is you? Look, just relax. You'll get your money. He looked over at a round table in the corner of the room. There were three briefcases sitting on top of it. There's your shit, okay? Okay. So just chill, have a drink, and let's smoke. Besides, I got something else for you. I gulped and grabbed my purse. I rubbed my gun. What's that? Chapter 16. I have another proposition. I'll up your payment to $200,000 if... If what? I interrupted him. If... If you let me taste you, I want to lick your little pussy. Pastor Wilson smiled. Shit, why lie? From the moment I saw you, I knew I was going to get my hands on you anyway. You made my dick harder than a slave's life. From You made my dick harder than a slave's life. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> You made my dick harder than a slave's life from the moment my eyes laid on your sexy thick ass. You much better looking than Jessica's stank ass. Damn. For a split second, I felt flattered and I wanted to laugh so fucking hard at what he said about Jessica. Bitch probably do got rank ass twat, but this nigga just officially lost his motherfucking mind asking me that bullshit. Nigga, please. Negro, please. You, nigga, nigga, 200,000. Nigga, to let him eat you out. Nigga, nigga, please, shut the fuck up. Oh, fuck no. I knew you was going to be on some shit like that. I dashed up from the bed as I quickly pulled out my gun and aimed it to Pastor Wilson. Back the fuck up, nigga. He backed up several feet with his hands raised. Damn, shit, woman. I was just asking a simple question. Shit. Are you serious? $200,000. Yes, you can go over there and check. I got the contract there on the table along with the money. I hope this nigga wasn't trying to fuck with me. Look, you better not be fucking with me. Because nigga, I'll pop your old ass. Back the fuck up. He slowly started to make his way towards me as he said, Nishana, I know you ain't going to shoot me. So go ahead and put the gun down. Yes, I will. No, you won't. He smiled. Put the gun down. Pastor, I will shoot. I swear to God. No, you won't. By now, he had got at least two feet in front of me. I pulled the trigger. Chapter 17. I pulled the trigger. Click, 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 click. That was the sound the gun was making as I kept pulling the goddamn trigger. Fuck! I forgot to load the fucking gun. A clip wasn't in this shit. My stupid ass. Fuck! Suddenly, Pastor Wilson lunged at me and grabbed the gun out of my hand. Give me this, he screamed. The gun fell down to the floor. By now, this dude had me overpowered. He gripped me and then slammed me onto the bed. He hovered over me. Please don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to taste you. Damn. Okay, then. If you're serious. I'm serious. That That's not how this would go down. At the point where you pull the gun on me, I'm leaving. I'm taking the money with me and the contract. You ain't going to pull a gun on me and just click, 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 and then think it's all going to be good. Uh-uh. I looked into his eyes for a split second. By now, I was scared as fuck, but gone. What? I was scared as fuck, but gone. This man all along was kind of sexy, like he had a grown man sexiness to him. He smelled so damn good, too. Shit. I kind of dropped my guard. This was beginning to get weird as fuck. You're not going to do nothing strange, right? I asked. No, 
he replied, and then suddenly leaned in and began to plant kisses all over my neck. For a second, I felt so disgusted. My body tightened and I was ready to black out. I closed my eyes and just let him kiss all over my neck and chest. But the kiss felt good, sensual, and Pastor Wilson didn't have bad breath. Old church nigga breath, I swear, was the worst. Smelled just like an old-ass country church, too. Like it was a smell of rotten church pew wood, cheap perfume, ham hocks, pig's feet all mixed together. Old church nigga breath was also blazing hot and humid. Ew. But Pastor Wilson had pretty teeth. A nice smile. I opened my eyes and pulled his face up. I knew I looked scared. I swear I'm not going to hurt you. I just want this one time with you. That's it. Okay, I mumbled. He leaned in and began to kiss me. His breath reeked of peppermint. How ironic. Probably one of those peppermint them old ass bitches be carrying too. We made out for like five minutes. Pastor Wilson was a crazy ass kisser. This man was super affectionate. He knew how to run his tongue in the right spots at the right moment. So it made sense. I felt kind of bad for him now, for even putting him in this position. His wife was a slob and they hadn't been having sex in years. His wife is probably that woman that was helping her out at the uh, at the the political uh, place that they were working at. The volunteer. His wife was a slob and they hadn't been having sex in years. He was deprived. Yeah, he's supposed to be a preacher, a man of God. But guess what? Pastors are men. Pastors need pussy too. Pastors eat pussy too. Pastor Wilson continued to dance his tongue up and down my neck until I couldn't take it anymore. My nipples were getting so hard. My pussy was getting so drenched. Storm alert. Take this shit off, he demanded. We both stood up from the bed. We took off all our clothes. I gulped at the sight of his body. Yeah, I couldn't lie. He was much older. His body definitely showed signs of age, but at least he was still in somewhat good shape. This would be the first and last time I do some shit like this. Trust and believe me. Anyways, his dick was getting hard. Surprised he didn't have to pop some Viagra to see Alice. He kept his entire pubic area shaved. His dick had to have been at least 10 or 11 inches long and 5 inches thick. This was some true meat. This nigga had a log between his legs. Oh my God. Hopefully he just wanted to eat my cat because that shit was not going up in me. Then it hit me. Fuck, I blurted out. What? You gonna be mad. Why? Chapter 18. I'm on my period. Awkward silence filled the room. Pastor Wilson chuckled and gawked down at me as I slowly pulled the slightly bloody tampon out of my cooch and tossed it down to the ground. Shit was embarrassing. I was right in the middle of my period and I was having some heavy blood flow earlier. Damn. Shit, it don't matter. Besides, don't you know the recipe? Recipe for what? I asked with a raised brow. To stop your bleeding. Drink some of that doc. My mouth flew wide open. Nigga, what? Are you serious right now? Like, you, you do that? Pastor Wilson smacked his teeth. Bitch, don't act like you ain't never had a nigga eat you out while you was on your period. I thought for a second. He ain't lying. Okay, and, but still. Girl, just relax. Lay back and chill. I'm gonna go get us a nice ass drink. I know your little ratchet ass will like that Hennessy. My eyes widened in disgust as I slightly shook my head. But fuck it. It is what it is. Okay, I said as I laid back down on the bed and sat up against the headboard. Damn. I hope he ain't turned off by the smell, though. He walked back over with a tall drink in his hand. A big-ass backwood that he had rolled up along with the lighter was in the other. His big-ass dick and balls just dangled from side to side as he made his way back over to the bed. This is just so strange to me, I commented. So this is what you and my girl be doing? Can we not talk about her, please? Okay, I shrugged my shoulders. Thanks. He took a sip from his drink and handed me the blunt and lighter. I sparked up and took a huge pull. What kind of strain is this? I asked and began to cough. Pastor Wilson chuckled. That's that fire, girl. Your ass better slow the fuck down. That's OG Kush. Pastor Wilkins gay ass got it for me when he went out to Cali for a conference. What? So he is gay? Like gay gay? Like dick in the booty hole gay? Pastor scrunched his face. Yeah, everyone kind of know that. 
Oh, I said, kind of feeling stupid. Damn, it had me wondering for all these so-called Christian folks just to be putting on a front. Like, why lie about who you are? Just do you, boo-boo. Shit ain't all that serious, you feel me? Anyway, I took a few more pulls from the blunt, then passed to Pastor Wilson. He took his pulls. We went back and forth. I sipped on some of his drink. Within minutes, both of us were so fucking faded, I swear to God. Damn, then it hit me. Yo ass on probation, Nunu, you dumbass bitch. I was going to have to get drug tested. Damn, Nunu, you so stupid. Fuck. But it was whatever. Jesse did tell me I could take some shit called niacin and get the weed out of my system so long as I didn't smoke every day. Ugh. Once the blunt was out and the drink was finished, Pastor Wilson crawled his naked self back into the bed. We began making out again as he cuddled me. The way he just held me and caressed me let me know he was dying for just basic romance. That was so sad. Nigga just wanted something young and tender to hold. Probably something he hadn't experienced in years. He began to finger me and the faint smell of my period began to waft in the air. But at this point, the way he was rubbing my shit, I guess none of us cared. Get on your back, he commanded and pulled me into the upper center of the bed. I was now nervous as fuck. Pastor got on top of me and planted himself in between my legs. We began to kiss again as his brick dick rubbed up and down my already wet, throbbing clit. Then he slowly began to lick me from my neck until he made his way all the way down to my navel. Then he got on his stomach and spread my legs wide open even more. He planted his head between my legs and didn't hesitate in sucking on my clit. He stuck his fingers inside of me and instantly found my spot. Damn, this nigga was a magician, putting all types of spells on my shit. My breathing got heavy, and my heart fluttered. Yeah, slob on that cat, Passa. Eat that shit, old nigga. You like how that cat tastes? So now we're back at the beginning of the book. I'm not going to do like I did in the cartel where I literally just replayed myself reading. Because that's, I'm not. Hell yeah, girl. I bit my bottom lip hard. What it tastes like, I asked, bite my lip harder. Tell me, I moaned. I held tightly to the side of the pastor's head with my hands as he relentlessly devoured the fuck out of my guts. Honestly, I would play the recording. Y'all would never fucking know. But due to the fact that I said extra shit in between and in and out and all that kind of stuff, and I know more now, I, I, it's a lot of deleting. You don't want to have to deal with that. Shit. Tastes like candy yams, girl. And not that nasty-ass shit in the can. I'm talking fresh yams with all types of marshmallow, cinnamon, brown sugar. I want some of your brown sugar. He paused for a moment and then ran his big bell pepper nose from my clit to my ass, taking a long whiff. Bitch, my pussy juices overflow with just thinking of how this old nigga was so fucking nasty. Hey, Pastor Wilson moaned and then said, and butter. Just like how my grandmom and them used to make it back in Hattiesburg. But girl, you know, I just love the way your little coochie smell. I still... Coochie. Pastor chuckled in his thick and deep Mississippi accent. Without hesitation, he went back to slurping and sucking on my little puss. He slowly caressed my inner thighs to the ends of his fingertips. It was crazy too, because I was still so motherfucking blown by the fact this old nigga had polished fingernails. Something I noticed about him when I first met him. If he wasn't a pastor, I think this nigga was a fucking pimp. They really did. Shit, Me Ling did an excellent job buffering them nails, though. Might need that little agent host phone number so I could book an appointment. Lazy. As the so-called man of God continued to suck my sin and soul out of my sexy-ass body, my legs shivered nonstop like I was having a seizure. Bitch, go get me some CBD or something, because I swear I was seconds away from squirting all over this man's beard. You like that, huh? The bishop moaned the monsty incessant whooshing sound of his succulent slurps. Now, this is the part where I would usually tell you how to eat a pussy. Seriously. This is usually the part where I tell the guys... Or the ladies. But ladies, I figure, I don't know. I figure y'all better at it than I am. But, you know, I'm, I know I'm better than like 90% of the niggas out there. But I ain't going to do that. Find your own way. Find what works for your significant other. That's the most important part. And get a fucking womanizer. 
Now, when you're licking pussy, you usually can't also have the womanizer there if you don't get the right angle. So that gets a little bit difficult. But if you have them on their knees, I said too much. Shh. Don't talk. Just keep eating that little pussy. Wrap them big black lips around my clit, old nigga. I threw my head back and sunk it into the pillow. My eyes closed. Now, I kid you not, all I could see and feel was heaven. My hands gripped the bed sheets as Pastor Wilson's clit sucking seemed to intensify. Ooh, speaking of which, I just knew Maria or Jose was going to be mad as fuck in the morning when they come in here and have to change these motherfucking sheets, bitch. My thick-ass legs were wide open like a football field, and now I had this old, crusty-ass nigga playing in like he was a quarterback. Except, Pastor Wilson wasn't running the ball. Old fuck nigga was running his tongue in and out of my pussy and my ass. This nigga was truly an MVP. Someone need to come give this nigga a ring and induct his ass in the pussy-eating Hall of Fame. Shit, truth be told, this nigga was like OJ. And yes, OJ, cause this old Morgan Freeman-looking-ass motherfucker was murdering my clit. Even with all types of scripture laced in his tongue. Ho, I was shooketh right now, you hear me? Nothing but the sound of pussy juice slurps filled the cognac and Newport-smelling air. The slurps bounced off the walls of the dark, musky hotel room, mixing in with both of our nonstop moans and groans. When did they smoke Newports? I know they smoked backwoods full of full of weed, so they smoked weed, but when did they smoke Newports? See, this is what happens when you uh, lazily put a whole chapter or a whole prologue in at the end of your book. I couldn't believe this 70-year-old man was eating me out like this. In all my days, I ain't never had a nigga have such a perfected head game. This shit was amazing. Here I was, 23 years old, thinking that someone's nasty ass, blessed the hands of the cook praying, worms having granddaddy wouldn't dare know how to handle some young tender pussy. Come fuck me now. Fuck me, I said. That's what you want? Yeah. I moaned as my pants seemed to get heavier. Not her pants like her clothes, but her, yes, 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 get heavier. Pastor Wilson propped himself up and rubbed his dick against my sulking pussy. Put it in me, I begged. Pastor slid right on in. Nigga walked that dick through the doors of my church. Out Nashana Missionary Baptist Pussy. We just gonna take a second for that one. Chapter 19. Some hours have passed. It had to have been about one past midnight. I looked over at the clock sitting on the nightstand. It was actually one twenty-three. Pastor Wilson and I had just got done fucking about a good 20 minutes. Wow, that was some intense-ass dick. On my dead cousin's grave, I swear that was the best dick I had ever had in my life. You about ready? He asked as he finished putting his clothes on. He and I had just got done taking showers. Now we're about to finalize this business transaction. Yeah, I replied as I put on my right stiletto. Okay, cool, he said with a slightly weird grin. You want to get something to eat afterwards? My treat. Nah, I'm good. Let's just get this over with. I got to bounce. Okay, and you said you made sure you got rid of everything, right? All the videos? I still think this is messed up, but it's cool. I'll pay you your money. I thought you were a truly nice girl. You got a lot of potential. Yeah, 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 I said, rolling my eyes. Save me the sob story. Should have thought about that shit before you began messing with us young hood hoes. Let me find out there's some other pastors out there fucking around. I'm a finesse those stupid clown-ass niggas, too. Pastor Wilson shook his head, and then a slight smirk came across his face. You know, you've got to be the dumbest broad on the face of the planet, you know that? Like, I thought you were smart for a little feisty hood, Negra. But you... You just like the rest of them. You ain't nothing but a two-time and low-life welfare recipient, simple-minded ghetto bitch. You the queen of them all. I had to pause for a moment and process what this man just said to me. Like, <clears throat> excuse me? Wow. What? Nigga, fuck you. Be done with all that shit. You a sexist-ass, self-hating, fucked-up pervert. And you think you got the right to be fucking judging me? I wouldn't even need to do all this had you even give me a second chance. You don't know me or know the shit I go through. You're a hypocrite. You talk about being a man of God and you didn't even listen to me for one second when I made a simple mistake. You talk about being all pro-black, this and that. And yet here I am, a struggling black female in Chicago just trying to make it. And you just fired me because I made an honest mistake, so fuck you. Just shut the fuck up and pay me. 
Yeah, so the fuck what I do what I do. You do dirt too. Ain't none of us perfect. You could just run your mouth better and afford to make yourself look like you blessed. And fuck you and fuck your church. Fuck your campaign. You ain't shit and you won't win. Just run me my shit, pussy nigga. Where the fuck is the money? Open up the briefcases. The way that nigga came at me with that tone was vicious and really unexpected. Like, what the fuck was his problem all of a sudden? Shit. We just had a good time and now I devolved to this? Then again, I get it. I was scheming his stupid ass. Fine. Fuck it. I got the contract here, baby girl. Just need you to sign here and there, he said as he handed me a piece of paper. I snatched the paper out of his hand and dashed over to the room dresser and briefly scanned the contract. I had no idea what any of it said. Oh, she's stupid. Oh, she knew and stupid. Oh, she out of her element stupid. Okay, she about to get fucked. And I don't mean by a break, dick. I mean she about to get fucked, fucked. I had no idea what any of it said. Shit, to be honest with you, none of this shit made any sense. It was all this legalese shit. All these weird sounding words. But I understood one thing. I saw the dollar amount, $200,000, one lump sum. Then I saw my name and a place to put my signature. Signed. Now run me my shit, pussy nigga. I growled and threw on the piece of paper. Suddenly, I spun around and threw a gaze at the motel room's front door. Who the fuck is that? I asked. Pastor Wilson strolled over to the front door and opened it. My mouth dropped wide open once I saw who it was. This shit was crazy. Deja vu. It was Daryl, and he was standing next to Rashida. They both walked into the motel room. Rashida was shaking her head. Why, Nashana? Why would you do this? I turned around and looked at Pastor Wilson. What the fuck? I screamed. You set me the fuck up? I then turned my attention back to Daryl and Rashida. No, fuck that. I'm going to expose his ass. This nigga's a con artist. Nishana, please. Do you understand what just happened? Do you even know what extortion is? How could you be so unbelievably stupid right now? You just throw away everything. What? Huh? No, fuck that. He's a liar. This man's a liar and a thief. Nishana, you're under arrest, Daryl said, shaking his head. I looked back at Pastor Wilson. He began to pull out a wire from his chest. My mouth flew open in surprise. He had to have put that on when he was getting ready in the bathroom. Wait, so you gonna fuck me and then just gonna take my money? This shit don't even sound legal. Nishana, you play with fire. Now your life has been turned into ashes. It's over. Let's go, Rashida said as she and Daryl dragged me out of the motel room. Chapter 20. Three months later. So, yeah, your girl knew new lockdown for the next 15 years. And that was if I could get out for good behavior. Yes, I fucked up big time. My stupid ass didn't realize I was playing chess with a nigga who was a master expert at the game. I didn't even know what the pieces looked like. Truth be told, Pastor Wilson wasn't really playing a game though. He was protecting himself at all costs. He had to do what he had to do for him. I get it. Get a big time. The entire time his ass was wearing a wire. Nigga got every single word I said, even our fuck session, on tape for 12 to hear. Soon as I got thrown into the back of Daryl's cruiser that night, the story further unfolded. Pastor Wilson immediately called Rashida and told her what I was trying to do. I never realized what I was doing was technically considered extortion. Even if I was trying to out the man as a lying, adulterating hustler, I was still trying to squeeze money out of him. That's against the law, apparently. And because I broke some other federal laws, my ass had to deal with the feds. My plea deal, of course, was ripped to shreds. On top of my now mandatory eight years of prison for first-degree prostitution and wire fraud, I had to serve an additional 15 for extortion. Why the large prison sentence? Because of the dollar amount I was trying to finesse. After I got arrested, my life pretty much faded to oblivion. My mama pretty much cut me off. None of my other family members wanted anything to do with me anymore. No one truly found out what exactly... What? What? No one truly found out what exactly that night either. I couldn't say anything because everything that happened was under sealed indictment. If I told a soul, I'll spend the rest of my life behind bars. Hey girl, you going to the library today? 
Latoya, one of the inmates down here at Joliet Prison, asked as she walked past me. It was an icy Wednesday morning. The new year was almost here. I was in the prison cafeteria putting my tray back and was about to head down to the infirmary. For the last few days or so, I had been feeling somewhat nauseous. I didn't know why exactly. I don't know, girl. I don't feel too good. feel like I got food poisoning, I said. Oh, okay. You going to the nurse then, she asked. Yeah, I'm actually on my way there now. All right, girl. Holla, Latoya walked off. Just as I was about to walk out of the cafeteria, my stomach started to twist and turn. I felt wobbly. Then all of a sudden, I threw up all over the place. Oh, shit, somebody screamed. I fell to my knees and clutched my stomach. Someone get her to the doctor. I passed out. How's that IV treating you? A black female nurse looking no older than 40 walked into my hospital room. I've been in here now for the last three hours or so, hooked to an IV. I honestly had no idea what the fuck happened. It's good. I feel a little better, I said as I rubbed the sides of my head. I was laying in the bed watching cartoons play on a small television inside the room. Well, we know why you passed out. Two reasons. You want the good news or the bad news first. I began to get nervous. Wait, what? Chapter 21. Well, the nurse exhaled. The good news, you're pregnant, the nurse said with a slight smile. What? I exclaimed as I clutched my chest. The EKG machine linked to me the beat faster as it detected my now rapid heartbeat. I was beginning to get even more nervous. And what's the bad news? Nishana, you're also HIV positive. I'm sorry to tell you this, but listen, my sister, it'll be okay. There are drugs for this now. Damn, we're almost on the verge of a cure, she said as she walked deeper into the room to console me. What? I screamed and I grabbed my mouth. Tears began to swell in my eyes. My gaze at the nurse widened in horror. This is too much. No, no. I don't even know who the father. Then it hit me. If I was pregnant, I'm pregnant by Pastor Wilson. Had to be. This shit was crazy. Completely fucking crazy. But fucking HIV? This was scary. Who even gave it to me? I can't, please. No, I can't. Girl, calm down or we might have to sedate you. Ah! I screamed at the top of my lungs and blacked out. Epilogue. A week later. So, after several attempts at trying to get in contact with my mother, she finally decided to answer my phone call. We talked and I told her I had some very important information to tell her. I told her she needed to visit me ASAP. She was reluctant, but she agreed. Today, she was coming to finally visit me for the first time today after my infirmary appointment. Today, she was coming to finally visit me for the first time today after my infirmary appointment. So that means she visits you more than once a day? It was time to come clean to everyone. Especially now that Pastor Wilson was involved with my possible pregnancy and HIV diagnosis. For the last few days or so, I contemplated actually getting an abortion. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that nigga screwed me over. Fuck that. I was going to keep this baby. This was going to be my gold mine. My last great come up and possibly my ticket out. See, the way I saw things, I figured if I decided to keep the baby, I could then reveal that to the world. My pregnancy would bring his fucking ass down. That lying, fake-ass, pastoral fuckboy, because that really was what he was, an old-school fuckboy, was walking around living his best life, still perpetrating a fraud, probably still busting down other broads, probably stealing money from his campaign. Meanwhile, my ass behind bars. If this was his baby, then he needed pay. And if he had HIV, then I knew it was his clown ass who gave it to me. I was going to sue the fuck out of him, and even try to get myself out of here. Spearman, you ready? A prison guard announced as she walked towards my cell. Yep, I exclaimed as I got up from my bed. The butch-ass Latina hoe opened my cell and I walked out. She slapped cuffs on me and proceeded to escort me down to the infirmary. Today, I had an appointment with the infirmary nurse to start my rounds of HIV meds. I also need to pick up some prenatal vitamins. At this point, to be honest with you, I was still on the fence about this baby. I couldn't see myself being a mother behind bars. already had Quay. And although this may seem fucked up saying this, perhaps him being autistic was a good thing for him. He didn't really or understand... What? 
he didn't really or understand who I was. I guess it should be he didn't really know or understand who I was. He was off in his own world. Mama was right. I was a horrible mother. The best thing for me to do was get an abortion. I was going to ask the nurse about that when I got down to the infirmary. We got down to the infirmary and I sat in the waiting lounge with other patients. It was now 945. My appointment was at 10. Hey Spearman, I need you to fill out this paperwork, okay? An over-the-top, bubbly, white intake nurse said as she walked over to me with a clipboard in her hand. You looking better, honey? The white bitch said with this weird smile. Get out of my face, dumbass dog-smelling hoe. Thank you, I replied as I flashed a fake grin. White bitch walked off and I started to fill out the paperwork on the clipboard. There was a small television in the waiting lounge that everyone mostly had their eyes glued to. Local news was playing. This is a breaking news alert from ABC 7 Chicago. Good morning, viewers. I'm Jake Pirtle reporting live from the south side of Chicago. Prominent pastor and mayoral candidate E.L. Wilson was found shot to death today inside of his church office. Chicago police were called to Apostolic Missionary Baptist Church earlier this morning after gunshots rang out from the administration wing of the church. Police say that Wilson possibly may have committed suicide after he discovered that he, along with his church, were under serious investigation by the IRS for tax fraud and evasion. This is a breaking story. More details to come. I sat back in my chair, perplexed. I couldn't believe I heard what I just heard. Fucking Pastor Wilson shot himself? Everything around me began to spin and I felt like I was on the verge of passing out again. This was too much. What the fuck? I got go. I gotta go. I screamed as I shot her from my seat and threw the clipboard off to the side. Nishana, where are you going? The white bitch nurse asked. Bitch, mind your business. It was noon now, and I was on my way downstairs to go see my mother. I was still shocked by the news of Pastor Wilson killing himself. I didn't know what to think anymore. Didn't even know what the next step was going to be in this. Who the fuck would I tell? Where would I go? I was in a haze as I walked down to the visitor's area. As soon as I walked in, I saw my mother at the table all the way in the corner. I slowly and cautiously walked over to her. She kept her head lowered to the table. She looked so visibly distraught. Mama, I said. She looked up. Her eyes were red and puffy. Hey, Nunu. Nice to see you. She stood up and leaned in to give me a hug. I hugged her back, but cautiously. A part of me wanted to cry. I had so much flying through my mind right now. Mama, I know this has been hard for you. I know this is all too much. Sorry if this is making you cry, I said as we both sat down. It's okay. I'm crying because of some other shit. And that is... Let's not talk about that right now. What is this information you need to tell me? Mama asked. I took a deep breath and then exhaled. I looked up to the ceiling and wiped a tear that escaped my eye. I don't know how to say this, but now it's time for me to tell you why I'm really down here. The cat is out of the bag now. Okay, what's up? What mess you done put yourself into? Well, after I got locked up the first time, I had to do community service. I had been doing it at Apostolic, you know, the big church you said you used to go to from time to time. Yeah, and? My mother's face turned sour. Well, I just heard about what's happening on the news. Yes, I know too. That's why I'm crying. I knew Pastor Wilson. I froze for a second. You did? I asked. He was a good man. Well, Mama, I got in trouble because of him. Suddenly, my mother's face sunk. Her eyes amplified. What? What you mean he got you in trouble? Well, Jessica, one of my girls, well, I found out she had been messing with him. So when I started volunteering down at the church, I knew he had something going on with her. I was doing good. Going damn near every day. Doing my hour. They were paying me to work on this campaign. Damn it, I'm confused. What is you trying to say? Well... He fired me, because I thought he was trying to ask me for sex, but he wasn't. Oh my god, you nasty little wench you. That's why you call me down here? Mama, I ain't done. Girl, you better not be. What did you do to him? Well, after he fired me, I went back home and got a sex tape he made with Jessica. Soon as I said that, Mama's eyes suddenly flew wide open in shock. She clasped her mouth and shook her head. I confronted him about it. I extorted him. You whore. I just knew it. We had sex though, mama. 
and I think he got me pregnant. And I think, I think he gave me HIV. Wait, what'd you say? Pregnant? Nunu, please tell me you're lying. No, I'm not, Mama. My mom stood up and looked up towards the ceiling, staring off into space as if she had seen a ghost or some other sort of crazy demon took over her. She was totally silent and frozen. Mama, what's wrong? She looked back down at me and said, Baby, Mama, what the hell's wrong with you? She sat back down and looked at me. So you had sex with that man? And you think you got pregnant by him? Yes, Mama, yes. I couldn't say anything because everything was sealed. I need to take a DNA test quick to prove he's the father of the baby I'm carrying. Baby, my mother uttered with gloom again. You don't need to get no DNA test for that baby if it's the case. Why not? Because... My mother couldn't let the words roll off her tongue. By this point, she looked like she had become a zombie. Her eyes were wide open. Her mouth trembled four syllables that I understood completely. He's what? Yes. Ah! The end. No, really, that's the end. Four syllables, though. Four syllables. Say it with me. Now remember, in school, how you did syllables, you would clap for each syllable, right? Four syllables. Say it with me. He's your father. Ah! Incest. I wonder if he knew. I doubt it. But moms knew. And, I mean, communication lacking, but... Mom's new. Damn. That's the end of the book. Seriously. That was quick. So, you know. Yeah. 916-633-1537. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Ratchet Book Club on Facebook. Leave review on Spotify. Leave review on uh, Podchaser. Copy and paste that into Apple Podcasts. Copy and paste that into Good Pods. Um... Thank you to everybody who's left the review. I appreciate it. Um, you can also donate to the show uh, at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. There's a tip jar. Thank you again for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. I'm going to you later. Peace. outro to ratchet book club is by that kid garan and it's called goodbyes you can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this feat this is single simulcast